Hey, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of uh, the Copy Time podcast here. I've got uh, Romcom, fellow teammate of mine, fellow streamer on. How's it going, Rom? It's Thanks going well. Thanks for grabbing a cup with me. Glad to hear. Thanks we've, for the invite. <laughs> we've been talking for the past 30 minutes here. Um, so we've basically exhausted all fuel for the podcast. So this will be great. I have um, nothing to talk about. <laughs> is, there's nothing to talk with you anymore. We've used it we all. Let's reel it in now. It's all dry. We're going to phone it in. Um, I guess we kind of are, if you think it was like phoning it in. I don't know where that, that phrase ever came from, but I, I've always just assumed it means like an actor, like phoning in voice lines, right? You know I, what? I've never, ever thought of that before, no? but that would be a really good guess. What does phoning it in actually mean? Um, yeah, like phone it in to to do something with low enthusiasm or effort. Well, right. you know what? I have high enthusiasm, but little effort. That's that should be like my <laughs> fucking slogan. <laughs> you got a lot of energy. I just don't apply it. Um, especially like the when subtext the coffee time podcast. I like it. That's <laughs> a lot of energy, but it's not applied. Come listen. <laughs> um, did you figure out your Dunkin' Donuts thing there? No, uh, I didn't. I didn't. So before we were talking, and apparently I, I, I've never been to Dunkin' Donuts really in like the last three years, but there was a, a huge pull-apart thing. And you guys are probably like, yeah, of course there is. Duh. I had no idea. But whenever you add something like this, I'm, I'm probably going to be a customer a couple more times in the near future because of it. It's like the satisfaction but, of the pulling the plastic off the screen or whatever. You get oh. that on a cup. Or like, yeah, on the screen, like I had one on my desk, like on, on like a corner or something. Yeah. Oh, that's so satisfying. You can finally pull it off. You did, did you do the whole desk? Because you you just bought that new desk, right? Like that. Yeah, I, I made the, the top. And... Yeah, I made the top myself. And then um, it was a hydraulic base or whatever that I bought. And I just put my wood on top of it or whatever. That's so good. So you just you literally made your own standing desk then Yep. without man. Okay, I gotta ask, did how how much did that rack up compared to a standing desk? Like, you don't have to give an actual number, but like my my standing desk is about fourteen hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's actually pre yeah, that's pre Canadian customs. It's five hundred dollars again to get it over the border if it's anything bigger than like six feet. So seriously, yeah. My my chair was also uh, I think like three hundred dollars. The worst part too is they don't even tell you like. They'll just kind of hit you with it. Like a bill comes in the mail, uh, you know, a month later. And it's like, by the way, we had to pay $300 for some reason. So now you do. And I'm like, oh, cool. So the company shells that out first and then charges you later? Or, yeah. or is it customs? Okay. Yeah. Um, sometimes, Damn. sometimes I, like I'll have to pay over the phone. Like I've, I think I got, um, I think I got a call once while I was like the very first time I'm going to St. Jude, I get off mm -hmm. the plane and I'm actually trying to get this desk. It was this desk. They were like, we paid $500 at the border. You have to pay us this $500 before you get your table. And I was like, I already spent so much on this thing. What do you mean? You have it. And now I have to pay you. Like, what? They're like, yeah, sorry, kid. It's a really big desk. Like, this thing's, I think it might be the same size. Like, mine's about five and a half feet long. How big is yours? Uh, 80 inches. Jesus. That's by 80 by 30. I so is that the first time you had to deal with that like extra cost? Like the first time you got hit with that like right in the face? Like, oh yeah, so. there's an extra couple hundred bucks. No, I think the, the, the actually the first time I got it was when I bought a mug. I bought a mug off of ThinkGeek. May they rest in peace. And um, it was like a it was like some stupid Star Wars mug. I bought a mug and like a t-shirt, and the mug cost me thirty five dollars extra. It was more than the mug itself. Like the shirt was five bucks. I, I think I bought like earrings too, so they were like ten dollars. 
and the mug was maybe like 18. And then on top of that, 35 bucks for customs. I don't know whoa, why. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Earrings? Yeah, there were earrings. There were like there were Star Wars earrings, right? I had friends that they were like, they're were, they were like super nerdy, super into Star Wars. And I was like, this is the coolest thing I found since sliced bread. I'm pretty sure they have a Star Wars bread slicer too. Because Think Geek was oh, amazing. For a, a second there, I ago. thought you were wearing earrings. And no. I was like, I didn't know you were an earring guy, you know? No, I don't. That's like a whole thing, right? Earring guy? <laughs> That's like, like it, I didn't, I didn't know, guy? like, I know, I've never no. been. My dad used to have like a stud, but like, you know, just the one stud, but I didn't know. Like some people, you know, they're I, your earring people. Some people, yeah, when I met Rue for the first time, I didn't know that he had a tongue piercing until like, I think like three months later, like we were just eating and I heard a clink and I was like, what was that? And then he's like, oh, that's my, that's my piercing. Like, what the? I, yeah. I couldn't do it. I, I have a tattoo, but I couldn't get pierced. I don't. There's just something about like. Like willingly puncture my skin. Yes. Put a hole in my body that I can't tell someone to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't do it, man. Would you hire somebody to like stealth pierce you? Like, let's say you wanted a piercing, but you didn't want to know what was happening. You would like randomly come up and like poke your ear real quick. Would you like hire like a oh piercing, ninja? <laughs> piercing like, ninja? Like, like. Like lurks out of the bushes. It just comes like, in. Like I heard you wanted to I heard you want yeah, I heard you wanted um you wanted to set here you go right in the nose. God. I I feel like I've done it maybe. I wouldn't do it unless it was at gunpoint, but if I that's the only way I'd get a piercing. It's like if yeah, I'd have to tell someone like you need to surprise me or just distract me real quick. Or like right before you do it, slap me across the fucking face so that I'm like, <laughs> ah, and then you go and I'm like, ah. It's just give me something beforehand. The tattoo, I have a tattoo on my chest, and that was perfectly fine. But like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't get anything through the years. Ooh. I couldn't get. I mean, anything. if you can handle that, that's just like a ton of piercings, right? But not to that same extent. But yeah, like, but with less blood. If it's on your chest. There's gonna be some some bone action there, and that's gotta hurt. There was. I meditated through it though, honestly. So I guess it wasn't that painful. But I'm trying to like fend off my cats from attacking my my entire setup right now. Yeah, I know you got you got Bolt just laying down. <sighs> yeah, just, just he's over here. He's had the same man since we moved. We're just chewing on his paws. So, oh no, yeah, is he, anxiety or something? Is he? I was gonna say, is he stressed? Like, how is he? How has he been after the move? Um, he's been okay, but it's a lot of um, it's been a lot of nerves, and mm. um, we have a big window that goes to the street now, and so he's like he's constantly on edge, barking at people, and oh yeah, yeah. He's not used to like all of this space and vision that you didn't have before. Before you could just look into a backyard where there was no people. So, right? Did you guys? Did you guys get like a massive space upgrade then too? Is he like not used to it as well? Yeah, right. like a lot of space. We went from probably like a thousand square feet to like twenty one hundred. So, Jeez. we doubled up. Yeah, man. You know? I don't. I don't even know how to imagine that. I'm in like six hundred and ninety nine right I have, now. <laughs> I have no idea what. Yeah. I have no idea what we're going to do with any of the space. So I think you have ideas, Jay. Like, let me know. <laughs> just just be sending room. them over. Here's how I wish I could decorate my house. You should do this for your spare bedroom. Yeah, Aww. dude. <laughs> I know some people are like, they train for American Ninja. Maybe I'm going to have like a, a piercing ninja like set up in the room <laughs> or something. Piercing ninja. <laughs> like, Here's the just have bedroom. a little. Uh, we set up an obstacle course for a piercing ninja, the first of his kind. I'm going to be training them. $100 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's a subset, you know? It's a subclass of the ninja, the piercing ninja. The piercing ninja. <laughs> oh, man. What do you... So, like, you have... What do you say? Like, 2,100 20, uh, square feet. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> squeed of Squarespace, um, feet of Squarespace. Um, and we were talking about earlier, like you're going to set up like a little living room there with uh, with your streaming setup. The fuck are you going to do with everything else? I don't Aside know, from an actual ninja training room, you're going to get like a pool uh, or like a like a billiards table. Ooh, I do have a room or a space that I could put one in, but like, I don't know if you've ever had to move a pool table before. You do have once and you never want to do it again. Yeah. We used to have it. It's terrifying too, because you don't want to break it and it's hard and it's unwieldy to like move around. So I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if I can get that much into billiards because there'd be that crushing weight of moving it over my head at some point in time. (laughs) Like this is fun now, but like in two years, you're going to have to move this son of a bitch and you're not going to want to. I think of that now because we, we just moved recently, too. So it's like anytime we get something, I'm like, hey, will this stay in the house longer for a month? No. OK, then we're not getting it no. because it's going to be the biggest pain in the ass to move later on. And you got like an elevator and stuff to deal with, right? I was going to say we have to deal with the elevator, too. So we got our bed frame and we got yelled at for it. Like the guy was like this, this security guard. I guess the delivery came unscheduled and the security guard was like, how many boxes? I'll let you through. And I was like, just four boxes. Well. When six boxes came out of that truck, he had a fucking conniption because he was like, you told me four boxes. And I was like, I don't know, man. It's just a bed frame. Like, I don't know how many boxes it is. I just told you four. So, yeah, if we bring in anything more than a box, we get we get yelled at. It's a little weird to have that freedom kind of taken away from you. Yeah, just the ability to bring in a box to your place, right? Like. So now you're just going to say 10 boxes like every time, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, like roughly 32. Um, yeah. Just shut down an elevator for me if you need to. <laughs> My goodness, man. I'm, I'm almost. Are you guys like out in the country or are you like in? in uh, we're, in, we're in town still. So, nice. yeah, like, we're, nice. we're like on. I don't know. We're still in the, in the region. I grew up in the middle of nowhere, so this is kind of fine to have everything around me. So, yeah. So for you, like any having anything around you is basically having everything around you. If you grew up pretty in the much. middle of nowhere. Yeah. When I when I grew up, it was like 40 minutes to, to get a pizza that way. And then like if you didn't want pizza to order, take out. Well, then you go 20 minutes for Chinese food that way. And then there was maybe a gas station in between. And that was like literally the only thing around. <laughs> I'm, Dude, I'm surprised so I got a different because people just like they deliver everything to you now. Like yeah. they can totally do that. Yeah. Well, when I moved down to Toronto, it was it was a huge change. Um, like I used to only be able to order pizza or Chinese food, even in a bigger or larger town. Moving to the big city, it was like, well, I can get like kebab right now. I can. Get, what? What's this? What's that? What's this? I'm like Jack Skellington, man. I and it doesn't help because streaming, you never want to cook. Right. So all I want to do is order food. <laughs> like, I, I think that's my biggest struggle with streaming, especially is like I wake up in the morning and I don't I don't eat if I, I don't know if I would eat if it wasn't for VO. I don't know if you have a similar situation going on. Oh, I, I've been like really skipping breakfast, but now it's like, you know what? It's pretty decent. It's pretty decent. You get up really early, though, comparatively to me. So like I'm when you get up, up past like like one or two in the afternoon. Like, and at that point, you're kind of like mentally trained that like, is it really breakfast or is it like lunchtime right now? So like, what <laughs> yeah, do you like, eat? And it makes you feel a little different from everybody, too. It's almost like weirdly isolating if you wake right. up in different times, whether people are eat at different times because your breakfast is their lunch. And then you feel like you're the wrong one for eating 
like yeah. on your own schedule, right? But, I guess like, if you go to dinner with friends at like six or, you know, seven o'clock or something, it's technically yep. five hours since I woke up and people are having drinks and it's like, do I have a drink? Is technically it's before kind of noon for me. Is this weird? Yeah. Like, am I playing some, some weird thing going on here? Mm -hmm. Well, you, okay. So, so you, um, this is a weird thing to assume you and your wife probably have like, like different friend groups that aren't in amidst Twitch. Right. Like you I'm like everyone, like yeah. no one from the Midwest. Like yeah. I have one other dude that streams from here that I meet up from time to time. But mm -hmm. other than that, it's like. So I'm, they... I'm the anomaly of like every friend group ever. Like, OK, what do you do? What is this? <laughs> what, really what, explain right? to me. Like it's... I went to a wedding like uh, a couple weeks ago and I'm sitting with two friends from high school. One of them is a principal at a school and one of them is a lawyer. And everyone at the table is asking what I do for a living and how it works. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is awkward. This is fun. And that's a conversation that's really hard to explain to a lot of people is what we do for a living. And always the question is, well, how do you make money? Yeah. And then, and then it's like, well, how much do you make? And then you've got to mm -hmm. like, well, listen, there's like well, 18 different ways. Yeah. <sighs> Like I survive like anybody else, I guess. Mm -hmm. and, so, and that's really isolating too, because I, I know whenever we, uh, Vio and I hang out with people that aren't accustomed to Twitch, it's like a completely different flip. Because there's, you get so used to talking to people online, you get so used to talking to like either your viewers or just like this one-on-one, -on -one, talking about streaming or mm -hmm. whatever. And then you go and you talk to somebody who's like a lawyer or like who lives a regular quote-unquote day-to-day life. And they're like, they've got, totally different problems and issues that we face. So it's like really hard to relate with a, with a bunch of people. Like, I feel like it can be really, really isolating unless you have like a, a hobby that isn't streaming. Like if you, if you do more than streaming, I think you, you won't have that problem, but I don't know. I, it, I find it really, really hard to, uh, to fit in a lot of the times or, or mix in. Cause it's like a, it's a different, it's just a different world. It's a different life. Yeah. You know, do you, do you find when you're with those other friend groups that like you take your streaming personality kind of with you a little bit like into like conversations? Do you find like, I don't know if mm. I'm asking this correctly, but like. I've had people like you're a lot like you on your stream, you're like, whatever, like, like maybe mm. it's too much sometimes. I don't right. know. Um, I think I think for me, honestly, for me as a streamer, I just take me and dial it up to 11. So like mm -hmm. I think when I'm when I'm with friends, if I'm like the 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 maybe the focus of the group, then, then yeah, probably a lot of similarities come in from streaming. Yeah. And I like really, I really kind of like go and flourish in that, in that environment. And then it probably hits me like halfway through that, like this is in real life. <laughs> like there's people in front of you listening to you. And then I'm like, Oh, Oh God. And I like crawl back into this shell for some like reason. Reel it in. Yeah. It's like, ah, there's no screen somewhere. It's weird. What about you? Like, do you find do you find it happens the same? Like, do you has streaming helped you kind of go out and be more sociable or is it like, uh, oh, yeah, 100 percent? Because, yeah, I, I became a little close in during college, so it helped me. I don't know, um, open up a little bit more. Um, than I than I was before, because mm -hmm. it's real easy, like. To like work your job and I don't know if you're not getting enough social interaction sometimes that you start to like just like you said, curl in a little bit. So mm -hmm. it helps you expand and grow out a little bit more as a, as a person sometimes. Yeah, I think, I think I've found, I, I, I probably found that it, it helps a lot more um, than it hurts. Like I, you know, speaking of like that hurt, like the isolation or people, um, 
it may, it may be weird to describe it as like hurt, but when you get singled out like that and they're like, well, what do you do? How do you make money? And so on and so forth. And I like, I don't do that when I meet a fucking lawyer. I'm like, man, I know you make six yeah. figures. I'm not going to ask you exactly how much you make, but like, for yeah, how some far reason, is it to your drive to your house, like, or to your workplace? Like, yeah. what are these questions? It's like, so weird. Like it, and it's just, it, I think it like, it immediately almost kind of makes you feel a little outcasted. And then that kind of sets a bar where you're like, well, shit, like, do I actually fit in? Like, I go through all of those, all of those kind of internal things all the time. Yeah. Um, I'm also like, I don't know about you, but I'm like a, I think I'm a listener by default when I'm in a big group. Like, I love oh, to just 100%. sit there. And, yeah, I love to hear what everyone's saying. I want to hear their stories, right? Like, I feel like I, I'm always talking too much. So like, when I get to sit back and listen to them, it's like, oh man, like, this is cool. This is awesome. This is awesome. And then they're like, well jay does this and it's like oh fuck no no i don't i actually i, I do porn that's it <laughs> dude that's a whole nother can of worms that you're gonna oh have to answer God. though you were you were just like have you ever defaulted to that for the easiest like the easiest get out to porn yeah yeah no i said? haven't yet but <laughs> i feel like like honestly i always question like what i'm gonna do you know from from streaming video games i mean maybe just streaming porn would be the next step right like it's the leapfrog right yeah. video games porn that's so. it's a logical conclusion i think there's no <laughs> i don't see any step in between like i don't know if you can tell me what um i feel like people try to go to youtube but they realize just porn might be the better we're, listen we, we've is. all we've all missed a mark <laughs> listen I there's bet, no reason why Pornhub was in on that ninja that ninja offer at some point in there <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine if they opened up like a safer work version of the site that would be oh. Or if Twitch opened up a not safe for work version of the site, like I don't know, you which keep would the, be better. like the viewership on on the site, then right? Like so, you're just crossing over into a yeah. line. I like this you're idea, just crossing the streams. I feel like it would be a lot. I, I don't know. Like I say this as someone that doesn't work at Twitch, but I feel like it might be a logical move to make in the future, just because of the the necessity. Like if you're like truly a business, you're like we want to capitalize on live streaming, but I'm sitting there like, why don't you capitalize on all forms of live streaming yeah but i guess it makes sense that they don't want to you know harbor naked people on the internet weirdly enough i think there is that one site though that <laughs> does like live stream video gaming but you can do it nude or something like that it's i don't know yeah i think different. there are there's chatterbait streams about that i think which is like i feel like that adds a whole other difficulty you know, like we we do what we do. And it's like, man, it's hard to get people going sometimes. It's hard to get the conversation out. But then you've got to like do that and fucking jerk it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like just too much, man. How I don't know. Like, that's that's some serious multitasking. Like that's some then you you gotta like manage two different cameras on your stream deck, then you really have a tier three sub cam. You know, like if you guys twenty five <laughs> bucks, you see me jerking it, like Real crotch cams. I like it. I feel like Rue would capitalize on, on that in a second. Mm -hmm. uh, no, he wouldn't. His wife would fucking kill him. And he'd be like, honey, can I? She'd be like, don't even ask. Don't even ask. <laughs> Not today, Rupert. Yeah, funny. I totally get the whole like um, sitting back thing. Because that's how I am on like Team Tuesday is mm. like I'm in a big group. I'm just always sitting back and kind of enjoying the group, though. Kind of even in a live stream setting. Not even... In like real life myself, mm. that's kind of where I thrive is listening a bit, kind of like that. I've always, yeah. always been the quiet one that kind of interjects a little bit here and there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Adds your opinion in and then you kind of mm -hmm. like 
react, wait, listen. Yeah. I grew up a lot around a lot of like large family gatherings. So I kind of defaulted to that immediately. I think I, I kind of grew up as like an introverted extrovert because of that. And it took a long time for me to realize that, but like, oh, you can do both in a conversation. You can sit back, listen and talk. Doesn't have to just be one to 100. And then I log on and try and stream and all of that goes at the fucking window. Because it's just <laughs> verbal vomit. Do you do that too? Like, do you have a co coherent thought while streaming? Because I don't think I do. Oh, dude, I think about it every time I'm done streaming. Like, ugh. what was I talking about? Like, I know it was coherent at the time, but like, like, do you have a filter when you're like, when you're streaming? Like, are you actively filtering or is it just like thought comes in, thought comes out? It like thought comes in, thought comes out. Like, do you do you feel comfortable with silence? Do you feel the need to always be talking all the time? Like, so that that's the thing, actually. I I think because of streaming, I don't feel comfortable with silence anymore. Yeah, that's a big. It's very hard to spend time like without any kind of noise now. Without even whether it be off stream now too. Like it's just weird. Um, do you have it? Like you seem like you agreed there because you brought it up. Like how. Do you have that ever Almost too, you? too much to a fault, like mm. talking too much, right? Like I need to learn to just shut the hell up during cutscenes, or, you know, like sometimes the conversation's too good and you kind of want to keep it going, but the game gets in the way, like damn game. And so, yeah, you're, you're kind of just stuck there. It's a, it's a weird mix too. Cause I have that sometimes on, on stream where I want to keep going, but it's like very obviously the chat doesn't, but I'm like, man, we're like, we're like biting the fucking bit of a great combo, guys. Just like, just bear with me for a second. Come on. Um, but it's, you know, it's the wrong people, right? They don't want to, they don't want to talk about that. But I'm like sitting there like, I am on the brink of some kind of euphoric realization in the middle of stream that I'm going to forget in a fucking hour. Come on, guys. It's weird. I find um, with streaming, if you force the conversation, it never works, which is really fucking oh, no. ironic. Like really ironic um being as they're they're coming you know they're coming there to listen to you speak I, assumedly right like yeah assumedly um and then like you have a moment and you're like wait am i talking too much on my stream like how does that yeah. work it's a weird line to to walk um what do you do if you find you're talking do you just like shut up on stream and just read the chat or like you just kind of like, I don't know, because then like anxiety builds because now it's like now I'm over like as soon as you start overthinking things, then it's just hey, you just get your mind, you just start thinking way too much and overanalyzing everything. So I think it's just it, something I've just kind of noticed more lately. It's like sometimes you just need to shut up mm -hmm. and kind of enjoy the silence, like you know, just enjoy the comfortable silence for a second. Yeah, but, it's it's hard to find that, especially when you're streaming games, though, too, because like you said, the game interrupts. Or something right right it's like a it's a weird flow to even try and build a conversation on stream because you 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 have a the game it'll interrupt or somebody in the chat might interrupt the game or there's an alert or like it's so weird to find out what to focus on while streaming because i feel like if, if you go and like mm -hmm. i'll go and focus on the game and then i feel like fuck i'm playing the game too much and i'm not talking enough and then like you said i start to overthink and i start to get in it so then i don't play the game at all and i focus too much on the chat and it's like once you get into your own head with that, it's literally it's just a spiral. I feel like every single right. time it rather than just, organic and smooth and like yeah. it, streaming is the world's largest juggling act that isn't juggling because you're literally I'm looking, you know, at chat notifications, you know, the, the alerts that you're talking about mm -hmm. um, are the levels good on the audio? Am I pressing the right things on the stream yep. deck? 
how can I make this particular thing more funny at the same time in the back of my head? Can I do some sort of shtick here? Um, like there's 800 things going on. And then, you know, that's why it's like streaming is super difficult. My opinion is the juggling act that it is mm. really, mm. but it's fun, right? It's, it's fun living in that chaos a little it, bit, right? I feel like I can't operate without the chaos now. So I don't know if it's like a little bit of Stockholm syndrome, but I love it. You know, at the same time, um, there's like, a, there's, there's a lot of anxiety. I think that comes with streaming that we probably put on ourselves for literally no fucking reason. And oh, like hundred percent, you know, I, I practice a lot of mindfulness now. Like I've, I've started to like really try and meditate on the daily and, and spend a lot more time with myself and figure those things out and like maybe think a little bit before I speak. But it's then you're like challenged by, well, it's just so much easier if I just verbal vomit. It's just so much easier. And that takes care of 97% of that anxiety and that stress. If I just open my mouth and hope it's entertaining, I can deal with the levels and the volume and all that shit. <laughs> it's so weird to default to. Um, have you ever like taken any classes or tried to like improve that speech as a streamer at all or ever thought about but, it at all no i really i more more recently since i had uh two weeks off i had two weeks off and um like yeah last night was my first stream back and it was i was terrified like to hit the streaming button because i hadn't done it in so long it's the longest break i've ever had before not on twitch at all yeah, i saw you so like that, yeah. it's it was scary um because i wasn't used to the chaos like mm -hmm. everything was different everything is, is new um but no, I'm really curious about your meditation because I did that for a little bit, like a couple months ago. Like I would start this whole thing, right? Just to clear my mind because it's really easy to get inundated, like wake up for me personally, yeah. see like 18 emails that I have to go through and yeah. then like all this other stuff. And it's like just a constant barrage of information, requests and stuff like that. It's it feels, really easy to get bogged down, right? It's so like you, you can't have find to just clear spot. the slate. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I get that. So did you like, did you not really have like any success with it or like, did it just kind of, I just kind of fell out with it. Like mm. I kind of learned to just don't do anything for like the first 30, 40 minutes of my day. Yeah. Just like, don't look at your phone. Don't look at anything. Maybe take care of a few things and just relax, have a mm -hmm. coffee and whatever, instead of immediately let's get to work, you know? Yeah. You need that shutdown time, like that easy transition into the day instead yeah. of, I don't know why I'm forcing this. So. Yeah, because that's a, the, the reason that you maybe started in the beginning or, you know, what, what probably made us all fall in love with it was the fact that we could just go and hit live and there were people there and we had something to talk about because we yep. didn't just spend all our time streaming before. And there was that great currency of conversation. And then I feel like the more that we go on and the more that we go live and the more that we just focus on streaming, it's. It's kind of like what we were talking about before with World of Warcraft, uh, the classic being a, an adventure RPG built up into an MMO as opposed to an MMO built into an adventure RPG trying to replicate that. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a really weird thing. Like that's both coming to my mind at the same time, but also confirmed a lot of feelings I've had before. Um, with my meditation, I, I found the same thing. Like I picked up meditation when I was a teenager. Um, I was like 15 I started to really go hard on it. I got really into like uh, practices of Buddhism and started to like to discover what a lot of that was and read a lot about the the like discovery of self and removing the ego of yourself. And I try and try and practice it like I, I keep trying to get into it. Like you said, like I'll I'll do it for a little bit and then just fall out because it's really easy to forget that personal time for yourself. Like it's yeah. really, really easy to forget that. And it's really hard to make that a habit because you feel guilty about 
not doing maybe those 30 things, those 30 emails or whatever. Um, letting go of a lot of that anxiety has helped me so much with streaming of like, well, that email is going to go on red. Like, it's going right. to go on red for now. You can, I don't I care how urgent. Right now. Yeah, I don't care how fucking urgent it is. It's going to have to go on red. Because if it goes red, I'm going to die. So fuck that. And that's pretty much how I, how I deal with it all. Um, what what kind of like troubles did you have with meditation? Was it like, like, did you just, did it work at all for you? Like when you did it? Um, yeah, but you know what? I'm just thinking about it now, like I'm just discussing it with you. I think one of my big issues was the meditation space was the space that I was in my old place was in my office. So I was right. in this pla the place that was causing a lot of anxiety and stress in the first place. Right. Now, I think we just found out one of the rooms in my house is going to be you know, potentially <laughs> you like go. a reading meditation room. There, there we go. go. That's um, good. It's a good spot to have a place for yourself. You know, like I'm huge on self place. So I love that. Get some yeah, I mean, it might. Yeah, just a nice, comforting place. It might be uh, something worthwhile looking into and, and getting back to for sure. So I find like on this topic, I find streamers. I think I said it. I said it really eloquently to VO yesterday. And I probably am not going to remember. No, it's like streamers are an extension of what we do, right? Like our we're only as entertaining as what we do, I think is what we said, like or, or what I said, like the our experiences in life, what we do on a daily basis. You know, if you just wake up and you hit go live and then you log off and you go to bed that night and then you do it again the next morning, what are you going to talk about the next day? Like, hey, guys, what's up? I streamed for eight hours yesterday. What did you do? Let me live vicariously through your entertaining days. Mm. That's like I, I fall into that habit a lot where streaming becomes the only thing. Um, and that's like meditation helps me get out of that because it helps me like remind myself that there's other things towards the day. But there's also like a huge mental block. I think we get it's so easy to get consumed by by streaming, maybe even working online in general, being your own boss, because there's like there's always 40 things to fucking do, right? Yeah. There's never not 40 things to do. And it's like, it's always, I think waking up every day is like a matter of like, well, what, what to do debt do I have that I can get rid of today? And what to do debt did I leave from yesterday? Oh my God, there's so much. And it's so easy to just sometimes not. Like, yeah. I think it's really easy to get to not and then just get really stuck there and continuously think that like, Maybe going live one more time will help me instead of like working on yourself and working on those issues that that you're maybe good dealing with in your daily life. Holy shit, man. When I when I started to like really kind of take a look at everything that I do on a daily basis and my habits instead of like just trying to go live and push through things, it really opened up a lot of pathways in, in life. Like like waking up earlier was an insane thing. Yeah, what um, time do you get up? Like you get up really early. Yeah, like you six or seven now. Early. Six or seven now. I go to bed at like nine or ten. I used to be a like strict fucking night owl. Um, so like you, you said, you wake that up pretty well. Like, what's I mean, this last couple of weeks, I've been getting up at like nine o'clock, like mm -hmm. normal time now. Yeah, and I actually don't mind it. Like, I might actually start streaming a little bit earlier because of it. But or just feel like you get a lot more done in the day. Like when it's during the day, I love my nighttime. But at the mm -hmm. same time, there's like a lot of like dead time during night. Like you yeah. can't really do things. So. Yeah, there's nothing better to do. And like, like I said earlier, it probably feels really, really isolating, right? Like, yeah, you're, I mean, I don't know, like when, when does, when does your, uh, your wife go to bed? Like you guys don't go to bed. Well, it depends, but yeah, usually around 11, 11 right. or 10 or whatever. She gets up at like six. So like we, when she, like when she's getting up for work, I'll usually stay up for like an hour with her and I'd go to bed at like seven or so in the morning. So right, right. Some time in there. And then you, and then you nap throughout the day, I'm guessing. And then, so like when she's home, you're kind of awake and ready to go and you guys yeah. get that time together. An hour or so together. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, stream. it's, <laughs> it's really good that you guys still take that time. Like that's really, really yeah. important, right? Cause without it, then what do you have? 
Right. Then it's just a roommate at that point. Yeah, right? exactly. It's yeah, just like, yeah. oh, hi, I saw you for like 10 minutes yesterday. Thanks for making dinner or Ships whatever. passing in the night. Yeah. But like that, it also opens up a whole new range of possibilities because you brought up a really good point earlier with, um, which I see a lot of on Twitch is people who don't take the time to have experiences outside of Twitch to draw from. Yeah. Because uh, all you're doing is just game. Like you're, you're just constantly in the same rotation, right? Gaming. Like yeah. you, how do you, where do you draw inspiration or creativity from? If not, like you have to be away, maybe yeah. outside doing other things. Like it's how you, you, expand, how you live. right? You put yourself into um, experiences in which you feel maybe a little out of place and so on and so forth. Goobers told me that a long time ago and I'm like, yeah. you know what? That's really true. Yeah. So I find myself trying to do different things and trying to get out and not just live in you know, the stream room, the same four walls every day. Yeah. Oh, I saw you, yeah. I saw you took bolt for like that walk at that big ass park. Oh, big ass yesterday. oh man. It's that, so nice. It's super naturey. So we get to like go walk in the woods. Um, so it's, it's been nice. That's good. Did you spend like, was it like 30 minutes or like an hour or two hours? Yeah, or? It makes all the difference. Yeah. Like maybe getting in a little bit of running too, because that's something that helps me a lot with like, yeah. my mental. Like if I find myself really in a rut, like I make sure to get to the gym. Um, a little bit of exercise goes a long way. Um, so do you exercise re uh, like regularly then? Yeah. I, I started like this last year was a lot of um, like mental improvement or like improvement on myself. Right. Like I just noticed because before, mm -hmm. uh, when I've been streaming, like the first four years was 60 hours of work with like 30 hours of streaming on top of it. Yeah. And there's literally no time for anything else. And then once, you know, I went streaming full time, it's like I have this extra time. I should do things improve myself right I'm like all right i'm a little bit too big i need to drop some weight and like you go run like a couple times it's like all right i can dig this i come back i feel way better about myself get that endorphin rush get out of the house it's a little bit of a win-win everywhere so i found that's helped quite a bit that's um, super plus good. you feel better about yourself right so yeah. i know you've you know you've lost a ton of weight too I'm actually I'm gaining so much more, man. I've had that same conversation with myself, like in the shower this morning. And I was looking down and I was like, Jay, you're getting the gut again, dude. Like what, you can't just go on keto and drop 100 pounds and keep gaining weight back. Like you got to form a new habit. You got to work out, you know, like you need to work out. That's my biggest my biggest wall is uh, getting that that regular exercise in because I'm the same. Like there's so much to do. I just neglect the um maybe the physical part of feeling better, deal with a lot of the mental stuff because that's my biggest focus in the past couple of years. And then that working out or like eating regularly, man, eating regularly is my worst thing. I think I've seriously messed up my appetite like as a human over the past eight years of streaming because of like skipping breakfast, skipping lunch, and being oh. really irregular, eating only at nighttime, you know, eating in those like four hours. I've basically been intermittent fasting accidentally for like eight years. And it's not healthy. It's not in a good way. You know, it's in the bad like, way. Yeah. So, Intermittent fasting is pretty decent for you, provided it's like, you know, your body has a routine, right? But yeah. if you're breaking that every day. Yeah. It's a, it's a really, I mean, it's a shitty way to live, you know? And there's so many, like, I'm obsessed, literally obsessed with the invisible effects that these things have on our lives. Whether it be like that 30 minute walk that, that you have with, with Bolt, you know, like the, the, um, the mental benefits that you get may be invisible for now, but like, yeah, I mean, you're not even going to realize how much that that 30 minute headspace helped so much until maybe you keep doing it again. And then you have like a eureka moment where you're like, man, if I didn't take my walk today, today would have been fucking shit. Yeah. And, and like, I'm obsessed with those where like, you know, it's, I have issues with my posture. 
So, I mean, maybe that's where it like it bleeds from where posture is something so acute and you have to be like perfect with it because if you don't over time, it builds up and fucks up your muscles and so on and so forth. So I like trying to apply that to everything. But working out is like the one posture. I, I have, okay, so like my face is numb, right? Like the right side of my face is numb and I've been trying to, I've been trying to dial it back. Really? You didn't, you didn't hear about that or no? Well, like I kind of heard about it, but like I haven't been up to date, like. Man, between that and like the sinuses, man, you are. I know. You're all sorts of healthy right now. I know. <laughs> like right as I hit 25, my body started to fall apart, man. I was like, Holy I want to say, Jay, you got like at least five more years before I this know, happens. <laughs> you got an accelerated rate going oh, on. Oh no, I don't know what's happening. I honestly though, I, I keep, I keep I'm a streamer. There. Um, Being bigger and ba- bigger and better about everything, even even your aging here. <laughs> I'm gonna be first to everything. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna die before you all, man. I I don't. <laughs> I really, really want to take so much better care of my body because I think streaming and and the it, that not streaming itself, but the habits that I've developed around it have really probably like atrophied the shit out of my body. So, and again, the facial numbness is probably from posture, man. Because I, you think so? Well, I've got like I, I mean, we're on camera right now. I know the podcast yeah. listeners can't see, but if I'm looking forward, right, I'm looking at my my game, and then when I read the chat, I turn to the right, and so it, every time I turn my head to the right. I'm constantly just stressing this right head muscle. And I was talking, I was talking to Pumpkinberry last night and uh, I was like, check this. I have to do these neck exercises every day and stretch my neck. And like, if I go to the left, my neck just doesn't, your ears are supposed to be touching your shoulders. You, that's, that should be the full range of your mobility. And my head. Oh God. Yeah. I am so inflexible. Right? <laughs> my head, like every time I turn it to that angle and stretch that muscle, my like face flares up. Like I can feel like a little bit of feeling come into my face. And so yeah, this has been two years here of me like going like, dude, you fucked your body up, <laughs> like better posture, better this. Like we need to do a lot of emergency backward stuff because I'm getting some like weakness in my right side, you know, and that makes that flares up anxiety of like, is it a stroke? I'm like, no, dumbass. Like your posture has been shit for eight years. It's just been eight years of sitting however many hours a day, right? Like it's terrible. I started talking about that standing desk. Is that something? Did you ever stream standing up before? I'm kind yeah. of curious about that as someone who just got one. Like, I was going to try it last night, but like, I imagine that would help a little bit, especially because we sit so damn much. It definitely I mean, that's does. the main reason I did because my knees and stuff were going to yeah. just start to get really weak. So, I think like the, the easiest way for me to relate it is like, again, back to exercise. It's just the hardest habit for me to build. Um, okay. A friend of mine, Psychoticus, he had a thing where it was like every day in May, like hashtag every day in May, you do something. And his was like, I think, um, uh, uh, writing and you know, other people did like, I'm going to make a song every day. And my thing was like, all right, well, I'm going to try and do something better for myself every day. One of those easiest things I can do is stand. And like, I really tried to build the habit and I've tried every time I got the desk, but I always just fall out of it. Like I'll stand yeah. for eight hours and I'll be like, fuck yeah, I stood for eight hours. And then the next day I'll wake up and I'll be like, I'm sore. I'm going to sit today. And I forget about those eight hours and the habit's gone. But it does help. Yeah. Like I think that and getting a better chair, that's like the, you know, a lot of people come to me when they're, when they're like, they're like, man, I streamed for like two years and blah, 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 blah. And then they mention like back pain out of nowhere. And I'm like, get a better chair right now. Like, don't, what are you, what are you doing sitting on this or that or that or that? Like a buddy of mine, once he was like, I'm sitting on a wooden chair. I've been doing it for three years. Like, you're going to die, dude. You're going to be like a pretzel. You're going to be a pretzel in three years and you're not going to know why. And it's because you sat on a fucking wooden chair. Like, that's why. Oh, like no padding? Just straight wood? Like, yeah, no even... padding. No padding. Like a kitchen <sighs> chair. 
And they're like, well, you know, you got to make make ends meet and you got to you got to do what you got to do. But like, man, if you just prioritized your money for like two months and bought a better chair. Right. You know, man, again, invisible effects, you know, they they, our choices branch out so much and uh, and affect us so much. It's I think it's a lot easier to. um, To kind of imagine that and to be able to realize that as a streamer, especially when you when you're your own boss, like. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking 25, right? Like this is my first time being my own boss. My first few jobs were landscaping and then retail. And then when I was 17, I started streaming. So like, I don't have any experience with that. You know what I mean? Like none, none at all. Have you worked like God, you're, anything you're, that's given you any help? What's up? Oh, in this, oh, me? Yeah. What, what were you going to say first? <laughs> oh, I was just going to say like, you've had like, that's kind of interesting like in its own right because you've never like you have had like those real jobs but like you're kind of in this forefront of you know people who is doing this like from the get-go right like you were one of the first people that i knew that like streamed you've been doing it for eight you've been just two years longer than i have yeah so well i was gonna say forefront of that i saw you tweet the other day that it it, the going back to the break that you said you took the two weeks and it's the longest that you took off in in six years like um i mean let's go backwards a second why did why did you start like six years ago um because i just noticed like i am i am the quintessential every guy right like Mm -hmm. i got into league of legends because my friends did and then i went online and then i saw other people were doing it on own tv before you know i didn't know about twitch i went to own for whatever reason and then i'm like oh i can do this this is easy yeah and then it's not easy and then um I went over to Twitch. I saw MVG, you know, man versus game oh, yeah. playing yeah. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. And I'm like, oh, you can do this not like just for esports. You can do it for entertainment, too. That's cool. Yeah. All right. I can sure do this. Lethal Frag's doing a year, cha- uh, like year, couple year challenge or whatever. I can do that. So I did a year challenge yeah. for no reason. I didn't really talk to my, <laughs> I like, did my, my girlfriend at the time. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to go for it. And I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to set like these guidelines. I'm just going to do it for a year and see what happens. And I told my wife, um, I'm like, I'm going to do this for a year. I'm going to do it like every day. And, you know, if I get partnered, I get partnered, which I got partnered like right after like 365 days. It worked out like perfectly. Damn. And I kept going. But like the initial part of it was like hearkening back to like um, some of our conversation was anxiety, social anxiety, stuff like that. Like I sweated bullets not because i had halogen work lamps up for my first stream which in its own right made the room oh about 120 God. degrees i was playing uh sword of the stars the pit i love that and game. with oh it was so good love that fucking game just a side uh, note one of my favorites oh it takes forever to play through yep. like it's the longest roguelike ever but like i was just sweating bullets and then i was just nervous and it was terrible but you know what after like countless weeks of doing that eventually subsides and that was the whole reason because i was just getting way too much anxiety in my life so i figured Mm. if i force myself in i'm like what's the thing that makes me freak out the most public speaking like i would freak out in college when i'd have to give a presentation like i would sweat bullets i would shake uncontrollably and i'm pretty sure my professors only let me through with like bees because they saw like i was working through like crazy amounts of stress yeah, and they're, they're like, like he's right, trying whatever yeah. he's trying this isn't his strong point that's, that's really fine. good that you had professors that knew of that it's a side note like damn 
Yeah, they were pretty good. And so, yeah, they, they talked like, yeah, I noticed you kind of struggled, but you know what? Your presentation was good. The information was there. You just, you could work on your delivery a lot more. I'm like, yeah, it's something I'm working on. It's something I never do. I don't like it. You know, it goes back to that old Seinfeld joke. You know, the number one fear is public speaking. The number two fear is dying. So you'd rather be in the coffin than the one giving the eulogy, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, that's the reason I started streaming, honestly, was just to, to get over that. So I, I mean, I get I get it. It's a really it's a really like aggressive way to tackle that anxiety. But like if it's helped, it's it's helped. You know, that's a, right. a, and I, a, earlier you had said it's helped. Right. It, being able to draw, I think, on streaming on like social interactions now is great, but also it can be really damaging because we're only used to everything being about us. Exactly. Like, God, that's why I meant it like in, in social, like like when you're actually with other people, it's like, yep. do you dominate too much? Do you, you know. Like, does your streamer mind mm. go, you know, just prevail through all your other interactions? Can you reel it back in? Is it too much now? Because it's like what you're doing all the time. So, right, right. I don't think I've had that that really come up. But I, I do have those anxieties that come up. But I don't think I've had any moment where I'm like, Jay, you're you're literally like stealing, stealing the spotlight. What the fuck is that fire alarm? All right, getting back to it, aside from the fire alarm, Jesus, I, I still, I'm still worried it's going to come back on. Um, fire back up the recording. Uh, yeah, I always get, I always get anxious about, uh, about like oh, dominating the conversation, and I always get way too anxious about uh, being like, have I, have I pushed that, that personality too far? But I don't think I've ever had a moment where it's been like, Jesus Christ, Jay, you need to like dial it in. Um, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe if I was drunk, <laughs> if I get some alcohol into me, maybe, maybe a little too much. Um, you're wild. You're a wild man. When you're drunk, <laughs> I, I can see it. I like I haven't seen too much of it. Like I, I haven't seen a full blown tequila night uh, uh, with you before. I think it's just a lot of memes. Like I, I literally I, I feel like the only thing I ever want to do is make people laugh. Like that right. is it. That's been my biggest motivator because I, I got bullied a lot as a kid. And like I was the reason that they, they were like laughing at me. But like I was like, fuck you guys. I'm going to I want to make you all laugh now. Um, and I think I think that's like really pushed me through a, a long like through streaming i don't know through like the past eight years it's like that that enjoyment of being the center of attention but also the enjoyment of like i can make people laugh like that's a i don't know i've i've, I've probably like followed way too many comedians that have been like laughter is the best medicine but i feel like it's really really powerful to be able to do that i think that's why i keep streaming i don't I, why do you think you do it after six years like that's a hundred percent. The reason yeah. is, is feedback either, whether it's like, Hey, you know, um, we get to like, we get to do something a little bit more special, like the, the laughter. Like I really, I really like that. Like Rom, I missed you. Like, welcome back. Like my nights haven't felt the same. Yeah. I'm laughing a lot, you know, like I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm like, that's perfect. Um, and also like in like sharing games with people that they normally they wouldn't see and like giving them entertainment past the fact and giving them something that they can enjoy as well and take, take away from from the streams as well so yeah. like i really go the laughter and helping you know in, I, I guess inform is such a like terrible word but it kind of is like like i get it tell people like what other games are out there yeah. instead of wow classic everyone <laughs> plays and i was kidding like <laughs> well you i mean i feel like you do a lot of like education as as well um maybe in like in your own little way like i feel like we all we all do we try and put like a little bit of good out there but i i feel like specifically um with with like r and r you guys started that as a as like a gaming news thing right like like that was your big 
if I'm not Dude, mistaken. I don't think it was. No, it wasn't even that. Like, no, really? The, did the, it just? How, no. Like, how that started was Rue literally was like, dude, I want to play Terraria, but I can't play it on my own because it kills my stream. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's do a dual cast. <laughs> we'll just we'll just sit there and fish. That was the whole premise of it was sit and fish in Terraria. Okay. And then eventually we just started BSing about games. And then right. I have no idea, but like a year and a half later, it kind of evolved to do its own year piece. And a half. It's been It's been a long time. Wow, I like, it, man. Time flies, right? Yeah. So, so like it started I, as such an innocent little thing, and then it just spiraled out of control because yeah, you, you, you get Rue involved with something, which is great. Yeah. But we start looking at analytics, we're like, oh, this worked pretty well, you know, or like, I really enjoyed this. All right, let's keep yeah. improving. And like, yeah. I'm like, we well, have to keep going. We have to keep going with this. So, and you guys keep setting a bar every week. I, I really wanted to ask about that because like, you, I wanted to know how this started. So it, it's good that you're explaining this because you've, you've really set a bar every week, especially with sand coming in and making those videos. The, it's time for the fucking news. <laughs> and like, those are hilarious. And those are almost a staple now that like, when I tune in, I'm always there for the beginning to try and see what kind of funny video you guys have put out. Where did the yeah. gaming news come in? Like, <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> I feel so. If we listen to this, dude, I am so sorry. I hope you remember. Um, I'm gonna get Rue on him and ask him the same question, and we're all gonna <laughs> laugh when he has the same fucking reaction. It's like, I don't fucking. Oh know. no, I bet he has it like documented somewhere. He's like, well, this on on January 14th, we had a meeting, and this is how it went. No, um, I just I brought Rom into a call, and I was like, Rom. You know, this is doing pretty well. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly I mean, how well, I imagine it. It kind of went from like us just talking about games, what we liked. Mm. We we had like a really basic formula, kind of like, well, what'd you play this week? What do you like? That kind of stuff. Hey, did you hear that this happened? Kind of deal. And then when Sand came on, like now we have a huge document with like, you know, 50 articles we try to go through. Right. And yeah. So now everything is a lot more streamlined instead of like us kind of like, throwing it together every week ironically like it seems like more streamlined but also that's only made it more chaotic because right because we don't have to worry about the streamlinedness right like we we have more room to play with mm -hmm. like we can really go off the path and then we always have the thing to bring us back to yeah back to the center again and you guys go off the path too like half the time i, I know every time i've watched they don't even they being the chat don't even fucking let you guys do the show because it's just text to speech and it's just memes. And then like after the hour and a half has subsided, then the gaming news kind of comes back and then the show kind of comes back. But it's more it's, it's like a fucking overwhelming wall of love. Um, you guys have really created like a great a great show. Like I like I said, I really wanted to ask about it because um, it, it's become a staple for you two. Mm -hmm. You know, it's become a really successful staple for you two. Um, I I literally didn't imagine that was how it started, uh, but it also makes no. sense. It also makes so much sense um, with the chaos that's involved. It's, it's the only show that I've ever done. Like, that's always been like, you do a lot of this, and I'm really impressed by it. It's like, um, with your, your D&D &D stuff, but I've always wanted to have, like, routine shows all the time, like R&R, right. right? Like, just have a bunch of those lined up. Um, so things are already dedicated to those, those things like wine and cheese stream that I do or, or something like that. But, um, R and R just kind of formed itself. Usually like I come with an idea and it's like, this is how it's going to work. This is like when we yeah. did the chaotic cart racing, I'm like, okay, this is how it's going to work. This is how it functions. It didn't have any like chance to really become its own thing. Right. No, no, not like R and R ever did. So 
it's the first show that I've ever done that's been like that. Like, all right, let's just throw something together, see how, all right, that was fun. Let's do it again. All right, let's change this up. And then it just evolves into that, that thing. Right. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. Cause I, I have like, I've started a bunch of things like that and it's weird having something evolve into that rather than just manufacturing it off the get go. Um, where, whereas like, it just kind of, you're like sitting there after a couple of them. You're like, man, people really fucking like this. Like this is, damn okay yeah this should be a weekly thing and then it, it i love the concept of shows because it, it's you know we're kind of the pseudo new age media here and we always compare ourselves to tv shows but you know the, the we're so fucking irregular compared to tv shows and right. there's no way we can but for some reason we always try and hang on to that like i used to tune into this weekly and so weekly if they show up at 10 p.m i'm gonna be live and it works because we're all creatures of habit um yeah. it's a like i love I love the the um, there's a different sense of satisfaction, I think, that you get from running a show versus just running a stream because we're also used to running a stream, I think. Um, and you do like I, I've always uh, I've always complimented you and like applauded you on all the all the innovation that you do with a bunch of your shows because you have like the wine and cheese and you're always like you're always coming up with something different and something new. Do you are you like expressing something different with those the, compared to a regular stream? Do you feel like you are? Yeah, well, I, I feel like there's a lot more anxiety that comes with it as well because mm. um, it's new. Right. It's new. It's different because the tone is not the same as a normal stream. So like it's the same stream, but it's not the same stream, but something's different. And then, you know, you're kind of reading tense and people like, well, what's this? I don't understand. And then you start second guessing yourself. Yeah. And then you get back in your own head again. But it it does. It's a little bit different um, for sure. And. um, Sometimes I used to I used to dress up a lot on stream Mm -hmm. and I had to stop doing that because I found my shows to be different. Like really? I would pause. Yeah, I would like, all right, I'm going to dress up as snake. Like yeah. it was good in some regards, but it was at other times it was distracting because I didn't feel like myself or I could be myself because I was, you know, dressed up as something else. So. Right, right. So and then there's also you're putting it out there and you're like in the in the fact that you've made it a show and you've kind of created something. You're then there's like a little bit more anxiety because you've literally created something instead of just accidentally yeah. doing it. And then you're like thrusting it out there and going like please laugh or like, please find this cool or good or whatever. Right. And without like, yeah, it's hard. It's so hard to judge. And and, you know, you know, this it's like, how are people reacting to this when all they can do is literally type, right? Like, so is it going over? Well, are people hating it? I have no idea. You have no idea. Is it like, was that a good joke? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, were they joking? They like it. Yeah, like, do you like the show? Do you not like it? And um, maybe there's some like feedback you can do for that. Like, I know some people do, you know, Google Docs and surveys and right. stuff like that for those things. But maybe I should do one of those sometime and see what really drives with people. I think I don't know. I think Have I think you, you ever done that. Um, no, nah, I don't. I don't know. Hmm. Have you ever asked for any feedback, like a. Uh, I'm trying to oh, think. I know some people like domestic band have done that before where they they ask for, you know, like a like a, I think he calls it a state of the stream kind of thing. Like what yeah. works, what doesn't work kind of deal because it is hard, you know? Yeah, uh, I'm getting a bit of echo from you on my end. That's why I'm hesitating here. I don't know what's going on. Um, it's super weird. Unless it's, it's way worse than before. Yeah, yeah. Strangely oh. enough. Um I, I, I put out feedback, like just answer. I, I put out feedback, I think all the time. Like I've asked like, like strict um, feedback questions. Like how did you like, how did you like this? Was this, you know, compared to the regular? Um, but I feel like 
I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not asking the right feedback all the time because I never, I don't think I ever get what I want to hear. And then I think, you know, and then it sits there and I'm like, what do I, what do I actually want to hear? Like, why wasn't this satisfying for me? Um, mm -hmm. You want to do an echo check? Oh yeah, that's yeah, echo there. check. Yeah, there we go. It's fixed. It's fixed. Okay. I don't know what it was, but yeah, I was like, oh, oh no, I'm still trying to get the setup. So <laughs> I just I turned up the noise gate just slightly, so maybe I'd cut it out a little bit. That works. All right. I who knows, man? Technology is fucking weird. Um, <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. So like in the past, I've asked for feedback, and I, and like I said, I just haven't gotten. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I haven't gotten the right feedback or or something. So I think I I've actually stopped asking after a while. Like, and and just started to put things out and hope that people like it. Um. Do you like you said you haven't asked for feedback? You've never really done anything like that? No, I haven't. But maybe it's something I should do for sure. What do you it, think you would get out of it? Curiously, like I have no idea. I'd have to <laughs> like that's the thing. That's the like, curiosity part part of it is like I wonder how people would respond, right? But you have to write, yeah. ask the right questions. So I'd have to actually sit down and think about it. That's why I was asking you, like, have you done it before? What'd you mm -hmm. find that would work to ask? But so I mean, again, like it's it's interesting because I we we actually just did a podcast uh, for Table Story yesterday where we talked about um, listening more as like a dungeon master, and I think like that something came in there somewhere where um, you you like put something out as a as a dungeon master, and then you're hoping that your your party or your players maybe like like it or not, and then and then there's a there's a moment maybe where you have to kind of shift the responsibility of like. It's not all on your shoulders. Um, and I think I've started to take that as well as like a, a streamer. Maybe being a dungeon master has helped me as a streamer. Where like, I don't necessarily ask for, you know, how did you maybe like like this anymore? I just try and ask these like kind of maybe a couple pinpoint questions of I think they always change maybe depending on what they are. But it's like, I think it's usually just like, when can you watch this? Or, you know, like, why do you stop watching? Um, because I don't know what makes people tune the fuck in. I want to figure out why they, you know, why, why did you stop watching like an hour and a half into it? Why didn't you go for the other hour and a half? Is it because like you not enough time? Was it too long? Like, those are the things that I feel like I can fix and change. Um, so I don't think I ever like really ask for feedback now that I think of it on like how good something was, because I don't. Like I said I, earlier, I don't know what kind of feedback I want. You know, if people yeah. say it's it's good. I'm like, well, are you just appeasing me? Like, why is it good? What makes it good? But I don't want to like fucking interrogate everybody, right? Right. So, I I usually just run with my gut, which is what I assume everyone else just does. Yeah, right? that's the thing that works, yeah. right? Like, if anything, people will probably be really vocal if um they really don't like something, right? So, yeah, that's kind of the assumption I run on, right? Yeah. It, it's hard as a streamer too because we put a lot of validation into our worth through numbers. So like if a show, let's say we launch something or, you know, like, let's say if I do this podcast episode and like 20 people listen, I, I feel like the first response in my head because of have these stupid habits that I've got is be like, oh, only 20 people. But the then thing that I've got to train myself afterwards and have to continuously, I think, as a streamer, like I struggle with this all the time is I have to be like, nah, man, that's 20 people. That's sick. Build it up to 21 next time. Mm -hmm. um, I th do you get stuck on that a lot? Because I get stuck on that. So, so much. I have to constantly check my ego like that. Like the numbers, like the yeah. number ego. Like, yeah. Like the, the, even I, the, I the had only, to, you know, like three years in just remove the viewer count completely and just not look at it because I would micro analyze everything. Like, well, I wonder how that joke performed. Well, three people right. just left. So, right. okay. Well, that didn't, you know, or 10 people just left. Mm -hmm. And it's just another thing on top of the entire juggling act. I'm like, I'm not, no, I'm done with that. 
Yeah, just if you remove, remove it, it from the equation, there's no anxiety right. there. Makes it hopefully a little bit easier for you to just do what you want right. to fucking do. Yeah. Am I having fun? Does Kat seem like they're having fun? Then let's just keep going from there. And like you can kind of get a feel for how the night's going from or how the stream's going from, right. from that alone. And you don't have to have the number validation, right? Like you just know, like I'll look after the fact and be like, all right, that was a great stream. Like it felt really good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you, after a while, you kind of just can tell what's what's doing well and what you can improve on. Yeah, I think eventually you learn how to get a read on your community um, and you learn what they like and then learn what they dislike yep. and such. And I, I feel like, again, like all of the content that you put out uh, and all of these new ideas that you try, I'm always like, dude, that's that's sick. That's great. Like, I, I respect that, like the wine and cheese thing, like being able to jump on and try something as as silly as that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to drink wine and cheese and pair them with games like yeah. that's the you know, the first thing I think of is like, Jesus Christ, what if they thought it was bad? You know, like, right. Like, I wouldn't be able to survive that. You know, if I got on and they were like, what the fuck are you doing? I'd be like, nothing. Goodbye. End the stream. Actually, sorry, guys, I accidentally went live. I meant, <laughs> uh, my bad. Uh, would, no. Um, so that's what, like, I've always applauded that because that's that's innovational. That's doing more than just your standard. Like, I feel like we're all we're all kind of doing the same thing, right? We're just streaming. Anybody can pretty much turn on a stream and play video games. It's what we add uniquely to our streams and what we do and talk about in our experiences that makes each of these little like corners of the internet unique. And then you constantly challenging that and not just going against your own status quo, I think is a really good way that like you've improved and grown in that way. Because a lot of streamers will just do fuck all, man. A lot of people just stream, you know, right? Like they think the job is just showing up for a while. I thought me, the job was just showing up consistency right just yeah. being there and that's the big and, thing we like, tell yeah but then you're just kind of phoning it in you know yeah going yeah come yeah, full circle yeah. um i okay so i have a question then um yeah. Yeah. you know for you do you do you remember like a while ago people were calling it like it's still the wild west of twitch do you feel still like it's that way do you think twitch is still evolving like is is there places or things that people are still expanding and making it uniquely different or are we kind of stale like, like everyone's like do we do anything on twitch but it always seems like there isn't that everything on twitch that everyone kind of falls kind of back into the same format yeah. we haven't yeah. really changed a whole lot i want to say like there's there's some streams here and there but like the, the the act of streaming is kind of the same right yeah i think i'm getting that echo again that's weird um i think oh that fixed it <laughs> you moving your mic there fixed the echo uh, the echo yeah oh. just, i have no idea what that was maybe like far it could be my xlr cable too maybe <laughs> it just sounds like i'm coming through in like a pa yeah. system in the background like we were joking about my fire alarm pa i'm now your new pa um sorry what were you what were you asking again like like how like no, is Twitch not. still? Do you do you still think that it's like kind of like the wild west wild of streaming? Do you think like it, like six years, seven, you know, even four years ago, people were like Twitch is the wild west of like entertainment. You can literally do everything, but I feel like it's kind of stuck. Yeah, like has the bubble just like right? Is it? Are, are is we this where we landed? Yeah, it's not very different from where it was like six years ago, right? Like a lot of no. things have changed, but like the consider like the format of Twitch has still kind of always been the same for most people. Yeah, I think I think maybe for anybody that's discovered streaming in in the past couple of years, like we have, maybe it might look a little stale. But I keep thinking of like anybody that's just found streaming last year or like last week, you know, and and just had that realization like maybe they started because of league of legends and then like you they found a variety streamer and they're like oh my god there's other things out there yeah. right i still feel like we all offer a unique enough 
thing for for any one person. I don't know if it can be successful for any like everyone, um, because I feel like there are there, there eventually there's going to be people doing the same thing. But like as in terms of like Wild Wild West ish, it, it used to be way worse, I think. Like you said, you six years ago, that was when Frag was doing his his year challenge and he was playing sort of the stars of the pit. Right. So I can kind of pinpoint that time because that was like the hot game. And like even even someone like Lethal Frag, right, he used to be the pillar of the streaming community. He was like the level headed person because streamer Twitter could still contain itself because there weren't that many partners. And there were mm -hmm. there was a kind of hierarchy where we would look up to people and so on and so forth. And now <laughs> you take. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think honestly, circle, like, man. we just we've we've we're in a culture of hot takes now, right? So like, I feel like it's it's wild westy, but in a completely different way. You know, okay. there's like a, a lot of people they talk about like um, partnership might be harder um, nowadays, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no, it's not harder to get nowadays. It's just more saturated because before you used to have like. Five, 500 viewers, a thousand viewers. Like when I, when I first started streaming, it was a buddy of mine got told, get a thousand viewers for your sub button. And then he got a thousand viewers and they were like, get 2000 viewers and we'll give you a sub button. And he got 2000 viewers. And then they were like, get 3000. And they were like, okay. Cause he was like, okay, you guys have been seriously ringing me around. Give me a fucking sub button. And they did. But that was like when sub buttons first came out. Um, that was impossible. Like you, that's, that was an insane amount. 3,000 concurrent viewers on the site. Like, I don't know what you could equate that to now with inflation, right? Can we, can we mathematically work that out? But like, no, it used to be way, way more difficult in a different way. And it's now more difficult in a completely new and different way. And so I think like that also answers the question of like, it's, it's, I think it's still a wild west, but it's in a completely different form. And like you have people, I think on a, daily basis that maybe push the limit and innovate and find something new that could be done but there's that discoverability whether that yes you know has, has twitch like do they have more responsibility for discoverability do we as creators like i used to say it's our job to bring people into the site to watch us not twitch's job to give us people to watch but there has mm -hmm. to be an even balance right like if it's if it's imbalanced and you feel like you're only bringing people in from the site then there's, you know, that's a whole other thing to address. Um, but I, I like, again, to answer, I, I feel like it's, it's different, but it, for different reasons in different ways. And like, you know, it doesn't matter if it used to be harder to get partnership. It's still fucking hard for the people now. Oh, um, yeah, it is. I, I don't Someone doubt. yesterday was like, I had numbers except for one or two days where I didn't. And they died me on that alone. It's like, okay. Damn. Yeah. I remember I, there was somebody that tweeted a couple of weeks ago as well. They were like, I had the numbers, but. Then they were like, get this without hosts and raids. And that's essentially mm -hmm. the same thing they did to Buddy, you know, however many years ago. They were like, you know, your numbers seem maybe a little inflated. Let's see if you can get this many on your own. Because they want to know if you can if you can still deliver what you're promising. And if, as long as you're just not like riding a wave of hype. It's weird that they pick and choose, though. You know, some people get it through no issue. Other people, they have to fight and they have to fight and they have to prove their worth constantly. I can definitely see how a lot of people would, would see it's imbalanced. Yeah. And I think, dude, I think that stems from like hundreds of things that, that the site's culture hasn't, has only per perpetuated and hasn't helped. And it's like a, it's a weird ecosystem that we live in now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, the partnership thing has always been like a validation before 
like the actual value. Like you have to prove your worth to some person. Right. It's just somewhere. Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. It's, it's like how many job. interviews you have to go through before you actually get, you know, the button button. Which is I, I don't a, know. I kind of locked in when I got it, I think. So Yeah. I you know I feel the same as well. Like I had somebody, you know, really push for me to get mine because I did quote unquote deserved it. Right. I had the numbers and it was one of those things where like, why the fuck not? And they were like, okay, I guess so. Yeah. Um, and then I lost partnership. And then way later I had to do the actual. Did you really? Yeah. I got banned. I got banned for 30 days. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. I got banned <laughs> way, way back, man. Like almost uh, literally really stupid, really stupid fucking decision. You know, I just, I got a little yep. jealous. I linked a forum post and, Somewhere in that forum post were um, were some things that people like really didn't want to see. And, it, and I was like, I wasn't even aware of it, but I was the one that linked it. You know, I'm I'm the one that fucking linked it. So um, it it was like the dumbest fucking thing that I could have ever done. You know, mm-hmm. in hindsight, I, mean, I was a fucking 18 year old dipshit. I had no idea. Right. You're I had no idea the ramifications of my fucking actions, you know, and fuck, man. It, and again. Uh, you know, that cost me a lot and I had to go back and I had to get a partnership again and I had to fucking learn my lesson and not be a dumbass and not be a piece of shit. So I got a second chance, which was really, really lucky. But like, I think I got a second chance because I learned from what I did. Not like going to say you definitely learned. Probably, yeah, sure. yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. Not just because it affected me, but because it affected other people. You know, it's even still things that I think about, like on a on a daily basis and try not to ever hurt people in that way again or like mm-hmm. not be a piece of shit online and it's I that's probably a lot of the reason why I'm like so harsh on my chat and I'm like you guys need to be better because like I'm trying to be better every day you need to be better too like don't don't give me your bullshit um I get like really really like fatherly over my chat I don't know do you do it as well like do you do you yell at them at all or um I used to maybe not so much anymore I have such a well-mannered community that like I don't have that anymore and like when you have somebody come in from outside who is trying to cause a ruckus like yeah they're almost like white blood cells they kind of all just gang up and attack and like push the person out almost yeah, like yeah. it's like thanks all they, right they well i kind of wanted to yell at them because it takes forever to get one of these in here <laughs> but you guys just completely booted them out i didn't even have to do anything but yeah um definitely a little bit fatherly in, in that regard it's like i mean everyone's just there to have fun so yeah. if someone comes in to try to ruin any of that yeah or the other way around like i think you're more speaking to the tough love aspect of like i do tough love a right. lot yeah yeah and sometimes that's necessary right like you like it, it can't be all hunky-dory and, and it's like sometimes you do have to set like all right all right you push the button too far there you yeah. poke me too many times yeah. all right the joke's worn out that's okay i'm done yeah i feel i feel like that's a that's a really easy humor a lot of the time that that we have to deal with is like humor at our own expense because it's super easy for people to do that that's like a weird thing that i had to learn is like when they're insulting you they're not insulting you because they actually think it they just don't know what to joke about and they want to be a part of the joke that took me so long to get over um because i would yell at people all the time i'd be like fuck you you can't say that get the fuck out of here what do you mean insult me (laughs) banned shut the fuck up because you can't you can't get tone over text so it's always like are you for real like all right what um i noticed that a lot too because i always like early on in streaming like um you know close friends it's not uncommon to just you know ream on each other in a friendly banter be like you know whatever And so you try to carry that over and I'm like, all right, well, I feel like I know these people really well in, in chat or the mods. And so you give them a really rough time and I'm like, yeah. okay, and people are like, you really mean it's like, well, I'm just friends with them. So I'm just trying, you know, we're just giving each, each other shit, you yeah. know? 
And and then, but that's really awkward when new people come in and like, this guy's really vulgar. Like he's really mean to his yeah. community. And it's yeah. like, uh, but that not really, it's because I know him. Maybe some people don't understand that. So it's hard. So I've kind of had to pull back on on that and kind of make it more open for everybody and more inclusive and less, less, you know. Yeah. Less, less cl- clicky. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's weird that you have to go like less tight knit to make it more open to people. But it makes sense because you don't, you don't want to push people away. And like, if someone comes into the chat and they're getting in trouble or, or they're missing the mark or whatever, like if they don't like it, that you're being that, that vulgar, I mean, yeah, you could just say like, Oh, well that person's not from my stream. But like, if it's something that you have control over like that, like just mm-hmm. a little less banter and maybe flipping it onto a positive note and like, how was your day? Instead of like, what the fuck is up? It's, mm-hmm. it's really interesting how those subtle changes can, can make such a huge impact or difference. I've always I've always tried to like make my chat as open as possible, but I feel like there's problems that come with that as well. Like where where you maybe maybe I'm too kind or too lenient on someone and I, I don't time them out when I should because I'm just like I'm like, man, come on, like be a better person. They're like, no, fuck you. You probably smell like shit. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like, come on. My chat's like, dude, just ban this guy. Why are you the fuck he's not your kid i don't know man let him sometimes go. <laughs> people are testing you i don't know if you've they noticed yeah. i'm sure you have like people test you right they yep. come in and like all right i wonder how he's gonna react and like if you can take it on the chin and just throw it back and then they're like all right then you like, passed yeah. my test yep i'm gonna stick around a little bit longer it's, and i found that to be like some of them like some really long time viewers came in and were just at you know just shitheads yep. and you just kind of you know you put them in their place and and then next thing you know, they're around for a couple of years, you know, hanging out. So I find that a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of the trolls that become the regulars. <laughs> it's a lot of the trolls. What does that have man? to say about you, Jay? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I had 4chan raid me once. And at the end of it, they were like, oh, what's up, dude? You're pretty cool. Like, how's it going? So that's, <laughs> that's like always one of the, always one of the things of like, yeah, all right, well, 4chan raided me and they didn't hate me. So I don't know what that means, but people liked me. <laughs> I don't know who I identified that with there. I don't know if I want to, but people so you like, have like a stamp of approval on your stream somewhere. Sometimes 4chan approved. 4chan, yeah. <laughs> 4chan rated and they didn't give me shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't experience the internet like that. That's, oh, that's, that's a great thing for a media of. docket, like a docket for like a splash panel to like send out to companies like <laughs> for real. Like, I can handle like my, shit. I can handle my stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a, do you have a, like a, an asset page or anything like that? Even no, I'm so, no? I'm so far behind the curve in those things. And I need to, because mm. that's like the new business card, right? Is because so, yeah. people like business cards can only, you know, say so much. So you can't put all the fun stuff. I've seen yours and it's fantastic. It's, uh, Thank you. I know. Thank you. I dude, I didn't even know, like, I feel like I'm way behind on the game. You know, like I started eight years ago and I, that was just when you had to, the only thing that you had to do to be entertaining was fucking talk to people and ask yeah. them how their day was. Cause they're, they come in, they're like, Whoa, you can talk to me. Cool. How's it going? Now everyone's yeah. used to that. So the currency I'm selling is fucking tenfold plus everyone's got it. So like, you know, there's, there's something I'm always trying to figure out, like how, how do I become a little bit less than that so yeah man i fall back on the 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 norm you know i fall back on like oh i'm just streaming video games i'm just talking to people and i miss all of that stuff all the time it gives me like a big feeling of fomo or like anxiety where like i'm not doing enough because somebody else yeah they're like whoa like you have a pitch deck you're like your stuff is really professional so on and so forth but they've probably got these crazy things where they're looking at you like what you can do this you know you you can do that you can just start a show you made a show about wine and cheese, man. Like, that's me. You know, I'm like, what the fuck? You made a show about wine and cheese entertaining. 
I can't even make drinking coffee interesting. Well, that's the whole thing with me, with you, with D&D. I'm like, I I don't know how. Right. Like, you can, like, make all these shows and, like, DM them, like, you're a well of creativity that just. That's table story, man. That's the, you know, I started that with with so many other people. Like, Brad and I started that, Mm -hmm. and then we brought on WAC, and now we've got PB. And so I constantly have moments where I'm like, fuck, I'm not doing enough because these guys are kicking ass. You know, and then you've got. I have a I have a constant guilt where I've got myself split between stream, between team stuff, between the other stuff that I would like to do with with podcasting. And then I've got table story. And it's like I wake up in the morning and I'm like, well, what do I throw myself at today? Like, yeah. And I have to figure out I've had to write it down. I've actually had to use a Trello to organize myself to put down like here are the four pillars of my career, which is streaming, YouTube, podcasting and table story. And then I have to be like, well, what what can you do right now? OK, well, this is it. Is it five minutes doable or is it 30 minutes? Okay, if it's five minutes doable, I'll do it right now. And then, then like when I get stuck on something, I'm okay, okay, let me go to YouTube. What can I do there? It's like a constant fucking cycle, man. I, again, <laughs> I, I feel like if I didn't have this organization, it would be fucked, you know, but this oh, is, this 100%, is how I myself. Like, if, if you didn't write that down, it'd be unobtainable to do any of it because <laughs> right? you'd be yeah. pulled in every which direction. And if you didn't just focus on and doing one thing, I mean, I found myself like, um, like more, more recently when I was building this, this studio or this mm-hmm. room, like I was finding myself just being pulled in different directions. Like, oh, I'm going to go work on this. I'm going to do work on this. But like, you have to focus on one thing. Like I'm yeah. going to get this one thing done. Otherwise, you get that done. that's cool though. With that Trello, like, this is what I mean. Like you, you're doing cool stuff like that. But, um, also the table story thing, having other people is really helpful because people are pushing you to be better. Right. Like when right. your normal streams it's so easy to fall back on the norm, which we keep talking about and not, and not pushing yourself. Oh, hang on. I get that. I don't know. Yeah. That's tech's fucking weird, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's still coming in a little bit, but no, I, I get it. I get it. Um, I, you made me think delegation is fucking huge. Like it's absolutely huge and, and a huge necessity. Um, I think, like I found so much, um, so much of my life has gotten so easier when I've learned how to delegate to people. And I think it's a, I think it's a huge skill that you can, that you can use as a streamer. Um, as well as like setting up your XLR cables properly in the first go. <laughs> as I'm, as I'm doing this, Rom is playing with all of his audio equipment, trying to figure out what the fuck this echo is. Like, yeah, there's oh, one man. cable somewhere. Is it still there? Uh, ba 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 ba. No, it's weird. It only comes in. It's like a like, weird voice equalization thing or something that one of these mine Twitch rivals right now is my echo coming in bad. <laughs> <laughs> Rue and I did that Twitch rivals thing, and it was the weirdest thing yeah. ever. Like that was weird it, formatting, man. It was just were you right in before something else? They didn't check was, or tech check. Yeah, that was so strange. Um, they had a lot. Like they had a run. They had a, like a like a pre show. You know, they were like, hey, like we're gonna we're gonna do a schedule like a rehearsal of this. And so they were like, Rue and Jay argue over something. And I can't, I can't even remember what it was. It was like Twitch Prime or something that we argued over for the mock test. But uh, it was so weird to be thrust into that and then want like an actual debate. But I was like, guys, how, I, can't, I don't actually think that we use the best fucking console in the world. Like, I'm just doing it for the meme. <laughs> like, I'm doing it because you asked me to argue with Rue for 30 minutes over a console. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like going back to the Trello and shit, I, I need this stuff. You know, I think other people can maybe manufacture a to-do list in their day and, and, and go through it. But like, for some reason I have to write these things down. And if I don't, you know, I end the day going like you did literally fucking nothing. So I have to show myself that I did things. 
but delegation, like I was saying, man, dele- being able to delegate is one of the, the craziest things um, as a streamer, being able to like, like what you and what you and Rue do with, uh, with sand, we just like, Hey, we need you to get these articles for us. That takes off so much time out of your fucking schedule mm-hmm. and puts it into somebody else that you're, you know, you're hopefully paying to work or they're, you know, they're getting some kind of enjoyment out of it or whatever. And like the amount of, the amount of stress that that relieves off of, off of life is fucking phenomenal like i had to convince a friend the other night i was like listen like i know you can do this i know you have time to do this and work on this but like if you just delegate it you save like 30 minutes a day which saves you so much that's a couple hours a week which is a couple hours a year and imagine what you could do with that brain power um so i feel like I feel like those are those are the steps that I take to try and like keep current in the game. And then other people are like, man, I've got this like really sick overlay. And, and I'm like, shit, then I go, oh, fuck, I got to get I, I need a cool overlay, man. Right. That's where I'm failing. And it's so hard to look back and be like, well, but I'm succeeding over here. It all comes oh, back. Well, to like certainly. Validating like, I ourselves from the never understood the, the, the insane schedule that you have. Like, it just never made sense to me at all. So, you know, what's crazy is I can I, I still like I'm sitting here. I'm like, I don't I don't do enough. But like at the end of the day, if I sit there and I'm like, yeah, but I put three hours into this, regardless of whether or not it was successful, I still put three hours into this. Like that's a it's really hard to time spent. Yeah. Like I said, that validation that we streamers have like relied on of numbers. And I I feel like it's it's really it's really hard to get your own self validation as a streamer sometimes uh, because we're so used to getting it from other people. And like if you don't get it. I don't know. I don't know about you, but like for me, if I don't get that validation, sometimes I'm like, well, fucking abandon it entirely. Why would I, you know, if people don't like it, why would I even want to do it then? Fuck that. Um, But often, like often that's just us lying to ourselves or, you know. Will you do something for yourself if if it's not panning out? Like, will you continue with something just for the like, I don't know if you've ever had an experience in that in that Um, capacity before. I something's not succeeding. Do you try to revamp it or just cut it or do you continue to do it out of you like it i think it's it depends on what it is right it definitely depends on what it is like i think there's there's checks and balances that i run against myself where i'm like is this worth it and then if like if that thought sticks a little bit because sometimes they just come and go but if that thought sticks a little bit i'm like okay well maybe i should really consider if it's worth it um i don't know what i compare it all to but yeah there's definitely been times where i've like let something go and just kind of like I've been like, nah, like I, you know, it's really creative, but obviously it's not working well. Like I think the easiest thing to go back to is like playing a game you like on stream. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, that doesn't get very good viewership, so maybe I shouldn't play it. Um, there's there's things I've definitely had to like. Rue and Dan and I started a talk show. We did we had W Mats. That was I think before was it before R and R? Yes. Yeah. It was yeah actually yeah. So we did we did we made a talk show and it was great and it was fucking awesome to put on every week. But I was sitting there and I was like, shit, I've got table story that needs commitments. And that's already a, a three a week commitment. Three things that every, you know, if I wake up on a Thursday, I'm like, fuck, I've got something to do. If I wake up on a Friday. I'm like, OK, there's something to do. It's not that's set in stone. Like you said about people keeping me accountable. Those things are things that are set in stone. Um, but and I, I was just sitting there like, I don't want to cut this, but I have to. I literally have to in order to, yeah. to have some of my week back because. If I don't, it affects my stream here, you know, and then I don't have time there. And then that affects the stream tomorrow. If I overload my Monday, my Tuesday's fucked. And if I overload my Tuesday, then I can't catch up for D&D prep on Thursday. 
Um, do you do you have to live by like anything like that at all, or or am I a fucking outlier here? That's just constantly Dude, you do so many things but uh, no i've had like because of r&r i've had other people like hey do you want to do a show together do you want to do this i'm like um yeah i'd love to but yeah. i don't know you know but I, I was just saying like i want it's, it's the balancing act because there's a yep. lot of things i want to do but i can't do because i just can't dedicate that much time and be like i'd love to do this show and maybe do a couple test like shows and see how it works mm. out but at the same time it does really well then i have this thing all the time that i have to shove in gotcha yeah and then see how it goes and like there's so many games that i want to play all the time because that's because that's my shtick is like the variety thing so i try to do as many things as possible and like if i if i have too many things where i can't do the variety then you know some of the things go by the wayside but We'll see. I hear you. I mean, this is going really well. Like, I'm enjoying myself. I, I have the echoes. You've got the fire alarm. No, it, it, it just, okay, it just turned out. Sorry again, everyone. I don't, it's like, are they going to come over to PA no. now? I didn't even pause the recording this time. Like, fuck it. You can be in the podcast too, guys. Let's go. Like, so they are constantly working on our elevators in this building because they're garbage. And I'm assuming that's what's happening is every time they come to work on the elevators, for some reason, the fire alarm goes off. Um, okay. The elevators, like, almost kill us constantly like they maybe this is why you can't have more than like six like four boxes because the <laughs> elevators will just explode this is it. yeah if you step in the elevator with more than five people it like drops down a foot and resets and like it's terrifying is that, is that real yeah no like actually Dude, it, i would never ride in after the first, one time i did that i would never again it's so scary we jumped we had it we had it happen like actually just before the podcast like i went out to smoke a joint and i came or as we were going out we got into an elevator with five people and it dropped and then it stopped and they were like and i was like oh again another week <laughs> like ah this happens all the time guys just swap elevators and you'll stay alive for the day i don't know man i don't know it's uh it's so fucky i hate that these fire alarms keep interrupting like some of the best points of the fucking conversation like it's uh no, i mean that's what i like i love in streaming is when like and that's why i think some people watch it like when stuff goes bad right like it, it's everything's live i mean this you can add it out but yeah honestly, it's more fun it, it yeah it is what it is i only worry about mp3s because i think mp3s are like the the sacred thing of the internet you know like podcasts are like the one thing where you have to have like everything off the get-go i feel um especially because it's audio quality it's only audio quality like well, I've, I've thrown that out of the window already, so. <laughs> don't worry. I didn't we're on with no side. issues, and then <laughs> echo, echo, echo. Um, I don't, I think, I think, like, going back to it, I think um, it's, a, it's a really weird thing to, like, to constantly try and put forth. Because I have something like Table Story, right? But you made a really good point of, like, there's something you have to keep shoving something into, and that's stream. That's, like, the constant. And you, mm -hmm. have, to, you have to show up for that job in order for it to still be fruitful. But then... In the other 18 or whatever hours a day that you have to do, you have to find some way to make the next one just as interesting while still shoving things into the stream, while still showing up. It's like it's a really weird yeah. balancing act, like you said. And once you agree to one show, once you agree to doing one thing weekly, because it's so easy to do that, you're like, yeah, I can fucking show up on a Tuesday, whatever. Mm -hmm. But then like six months later, when you're like, Jesus Christ, I wish I had a day off because I've shown up on a Wednesday and a Tuesday and a Thursday because they're all so easy to show up to. It's it's. I think it's really hard to come back to like burnout is a thing that I know a lot of friends talk about. And I think it's been going around in the industry recently. A couple people have been talking about it. I saw a couple of tweets, but like that's the way to burnout is throwing Surprise. yourself at a million things. Some people haven't done it already. Like, yeah, there's so many people trying to do this. Right. But 
like how far do you push yourself? Because, you know, someone who works way harder is going to get a little bit further maybe, but like, where's that tipping point before you're just like, I got to check out. Right. And then did you do more harm than good in in the end? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the 80, 20 rule. Like I use that a lot. Like if you're, if you you ever heard of that, the Pareto principle or whatever it is. No, I don't think so. Um, It was, it's like, I think the beginnings of it are are essentially a lot of things in life mathematically line up to 80% of something is owned by 20% of the people or 80% of the work gives you like, it's usually um, 80% of the work is the hardest. 20% of work is the easiest. I have heard that before. It's it's always that like 80, you can get the 90% with so much work. It's that extra like five to 5%. Right. And take you exponentially more time yeah like, i try to get that through a certain amount and like where do you cut off right like i could make the stream way better and i could add stuff all the time yep. but is the payoff there like are you gonna feel let down when like oh i put like 40 hours into this thing and then nothing happened yeah you no know, no one liked it no one noticed no one talked about it and then you feel like you just wasted so much time when you could have done like minimal effort for like five minutes and got and got the same response the right? literal same exact response yeah right and so you're like well did i just waste 39 hours and yeah. 55 minutes of my life <laughs> it's a weird thing to to try and like check yourself against like i i try not to hold that too high in my daily life like because if, if you start i think checking everything by that and trying to perfect everything in that way then it literally goes against the whole premise of 80 20 that that whole like put what you can in get what you can out and and move on um or at least how i use it but like I find I find a lot of the time perfection is really, really easy to chase, especially in streaming. But it is so impossible to achieve because we don't know what the fuck it is like. Right. It, it, you know, like we, we look at other people like like you said with a pitch deck, you know, I'm sitting here going like you're you're huge and innovational and, and bringing out like amazing, amazing new shows and ideas and being yourself. And you're like, you have a pitch deck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and we're sitting there looking at other streamers like, well, that guy's got custom this or he's got a pitch deck or so on and so forth. And then we're like, fuck. Is that the 80 that we should be putting it into each time? Like, it's a, then, it's a weird thing. Like, but then you don't know because people could have like a team behind them or like you're delegating right. your, your things to other people. And like, right. you literally can't do that because they have someone else you don't know that's doing all this work. Like, they're either reading chat or like telling you things to look at yeah. or something you guessed or making production stuff for your stream. Yeah. It's the iceberg effect, every day. right? Yeah. The iceberg it's like, effect. well, this guy's crazy. I'm like, he's not doing all that. So, you know, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but like at the same time, it's like he's got multiple artists working and all this stuff and, mm-hmm. and doing things though. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what, like, I kind of have that when you're like, man, your day is like crazy with Table Story. And I'm like, man, I, I, I mean, really, I run one show a week on Table Story and I answer people when they tag me and they're like, yeah, what's going on? Like, there's a million other things that I can do and I'm trying to do. And now I've had to organize in order to find out. But like, you know, I don't ever consider my day that crazy because it's just this is normal. You know, I usually assume pretty much everybody wakes up as a streamer and doesn't stop working until they sleep. Like, <laughs> do, you, do you work the whole day through? Do you have a set amount of time? Like I like eight hours a day is the most like yeah. if I stream six, mm-hmm. only work on other things, maybe three. And that just maybe research or whatever or going on stream. Like otherwise, I'm not, you know, going over that amount. I think it's it's super different because I've got like these four things to constantly tend to. So if I'm with like stream, I have a, I have a set schedule where it's like 10 to four. Like if I log in at 12, I'm still going to get off at four because they're those, those hours in the night are where I've delegated or dedicated to like everything else. So usually, which is weird, usually streaming takes a hit for me rather than anything else. Um, and I like heavily prioritize um, my like off time now. So it, I used to just wake up, work, 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 work. And, and then, oh, wow, it's 9 p.m. Yeah, I guess I should head to bed at like 3 a.m. or something. But now that I've like 
<laughs> now that I've thrown so much more control into my day and like I wake up at seven or I wake up at six, I get all my work done in the morning, then I stream. And then after that is any of the bullshit that I'm on call for. So like, yes and no. Like, yes, I, I try to not spend too much time working a day. But like if Table Story needs me, well, that, I didn't spend eight hours on Table Story today. I spent eight hours on my stream today. I've got to, you know, I've got to deal with this because the company won't move forward if if right. this decision isn't made or like, you know, we can't we need the four of us on top of things. So it's such a it's such a weird thing to prioritize and delegate. I find a lot of the time streaming takes the biggest hit. Like I probably would have a more successful streaming career if I didn't go into all of these different endeavors because and I have a lot of I have a lot of guilt over that, too, where I sit there and I'm like, man, like what would have happened if I put all of this into stream? Why can't I still put all of this into stream? It's been a weird thing to overcome uh, after all these eight years of like only streaming. And now I'm like, well, I have to build other things like let's do that. But then I'm sitting there like, well, eight years of streaming shit. Like, I don't want that to go down the drain. Like you said, mm-hmm. you're going to keep putting things into it. So it's I think I think it's really easy to burn out if you do that. Like, have you ever have you ever had burnout? Because I knew we were just talking about this a moment ago. Have you ever felt it like honestly ever felt it like. Like, how do you feel it? Like, for me, it's just, I just put up bad shows then. Like, mm. I, I, I don't, I, it's real hard to know if you're burned out until you look back after the fact. And it's like, you know what? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, it was kind of burned out. Like, I was kind of in a rut, kind of doing the same thing. But I don't know if that's different or not. Like, because yeah. um, the whole basis of my show is based on working, like I said, 60 hours a week and then 30 hours of streaming. And I know, like, that was met, like physical burnout. Yeah. Yeah. But, I feel like now I've like I, it's maybe more of a creative like drought almost. Like right. It's hard to think of new things because I've you know been streaming for so long. It's hard to kind of grab new ideas because yeah. I feel like I'm kind of getting exhausted from those. Like from trying, trying to, constantly to constantly up iterate. the next day, right? Yeah. Six days yeah. a week and it's five to six hours a day. Yeah. It's like what can I do differently? What, what I've That's kind of mainly been the big thing. Have you had oh. like, like, what is the burnout to you? Like, how does that manifest? I think it like, I think it's seriously when I when I start to notice that I'm like getting heavily depressed, um, I start to like take a look at my day. And I think if I if I just feel like ugh, I'm like, I feel like that's a little bit of burnout. You know, there's a difference between like having a bad day, but then you wake up and you're like, fuck, this is the same thing I've done for the past five days. Like. Um, and I get you there with the creative drought. I don't usually have any lack of interest in streaming, but it's always like right. a, it's a it's a lack of like um, not enthusiasm. Maybe yeah, maybe just the inspiration. You know that that like fire that like Kindle that makes everyone love those streams of of you know whatever they are of mm-hmm. jokes or me being me and being wild or whatever the hell they come for. Um, I feel like whenever whenever I start to see that missing, that's when I'm like, hmm, am I like am I burnt out? Like, am I just showing up again? Am I just doing that again? Um, that's how I notice it start to manifest. You know, if I get like snappy or moody or I wake up and I'm like, man, I don't want to stream today. Like sometimes I have those. But if I have three of those in a row, then I start to be like, what the fuck is wrong? You know, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, that's the thing, you know, right? Like I might have one day like that and I'll push through it. Do you yeah. push through it? Like if you don't want to stream or do you just cut it now? Because I found sometimes it's better to just not stream and just take that time to do something else. Yeah, I I think I do. I do that. I do that more than the former. Now, before I used to just push through it. And I used to. Right. Like, I used to be like, I'm gonna stream eight hours a day, and I'd stream for eight hours. And I knew everything died down around the sixth hour. I knew that if I took a break at the fourth hour, then the rest of the stream wouldn't be the same. And and like, 
you know, I'd, I'd really hammer out that last two hours. But like, why not, like you said, just go and apply it more effectively. I try and do four yeah. hours a day, like four hours on the weekends, ironically, and six hours on on um, weekdays, because I feel like more people watch me at work. Um, mm-hmm. But I find if I do more, like even more than four hours, I feel like it gets a little bit redundant. You know, my discovery yeah, for that, that. that that stream starts to die down. It's it, I feel like there's less people coming in near the end. So um, I have to simultaneously focus on the people that are in there, but also think of like, well, what if somebody, okay, well, I have to make sure it's still entertaining. And then, like you said earlier, you get that anxiety of like, you try to micromanage things. Well, like, why do people leave in the fourth hour? And you don't tell yourself like, shut the fuck up. You're streaming to 80 people right. still like <laughs> shut the fuck up and deal with it later. Um, I find, I find that happens a lot. Like I said, when I start to delve into other things, stream takes the hit. It's the first thing to take the hit. Yep. I take the day off. If it's, you know, if table story needs something, I take the day off. If I need to, like, sometimes I have to play catch up with YouTube or whatever. I take the day off. Um, cause I, I don't want to sit there and have that in my mind all day and then not be able to entertain. Um, yep. if I'm halfway through a stream, I usually look at the four hour mark. Like if I'm not feeling it by like three and a half hours, I'm like, okay, well, 30 more minutes, man. Like four hours is a decent chunk of it's still yeah. people coming out of their day for four fucking hours. Like that's insane to me still. So, and my watch time is usually about three and a half hours. So oh, I feel like people are, you know, like after the four hour mark, I'm like, all right, people are starting to shuffle out. That's the people that wanted to show up. And if somebody missed a stream, then they're the 5% of the, however many that tuned in, you know? Um, I feel like a lot of the time with when I am burnt out, like I said, stream takes a hit, but it's like you said, it's really, really hard to to notice. I think in that moment, um, because it's just so easy to get again enthralled, dive back in, and think that just showing up is a, is enough for streaming. So it's such a, it's like you said, it's like the the world's biggest balancing act right now, the juggling act. It totally, what it you- totally is. Um, I was like, yeah, it's, it's, um, that four hour mark is kind of interesting because I kind of found that for myself too. It was like yeah. four hours is that point. And, uh, a lot of things you come away with, uh, you learn throughout the years. And one, one of those for me was like cutting games. Like if I'm not having fun with it, like I have this mental note or sometimes I have it as a post-it note. Are you having fun and are you being entertaining? Like I have to visually like keep that right. in the back of my mind because right. as soon as I'm not, I got to cut the stream. Like it's got to be done. Like, I feel you. I You're feel doing you. nothing but negative stuff. Like if I'm not having fun with the game, cut it, you know, despite what people are like, well, oh, I really, I really want to see you play that. Like, I'm sorry, Persona 5, I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can't make yourself miserable. Like why you, there's only so much and, and only so far that you should go making yourself miserable for the enjoyment of them until you yeah, actually for a little are bit. fucking miserable doing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, okay. I feel. I've, I've done that too. I've cut a lot of games. Like I, I had somebody come to me and they're like, I don't know how you just like cut games. Like, I feel like I have to play through them. But like, just like you, what you said, like you have to entertain people. If you're not being entertaining, if you're not having fun, then they're not going to have fun. Why would you want to take six hours out of your day to watch someone be fucking miserable? Yeah. Like, then you're being ingenuine and you're not being yourself yeah. and you're just like, it's, it's easy to read, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. He's obviously not enjoying himself. He's putting on, you know, a face here. <laughs> Way easier. I think than we think. It, yeah. it like I, I feel like if somebody comes into the stream, they can probably pretty much immediately tell if you're having like a bad day or if you're not enjoying it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just probably even based on how you greet them. Like if it's like a hey, you're probably having fun. If it's like, yo, what's up, man? I'm going to guess that it's the, the low effort enthusiasm when you said hi to me is probably because you're not fucking enjoying yourself. So like yep. why ask you to take six hours or four hours out of your day if I'm not enjoying myself? 
And so I, and I get that. Yeah. I cut, I cut games, I cut streams and, and sometimes I'll feel bad, but like, I'll just be like, guys, I'm, I'm going to go do some other shit. I love you all. Thank you so much. You know, I'll see you tomorrow, but I'm going to go do some other shit. That's just the most effective thing to do. It's weird to think of it like that, but I think sometimes you've got on all the time, man. You can't like be on, on nah. point. Like, everything can't be perfect all the time. Nah. Some days are just going to be better than others. And sometimes you just got to cut your losses. Yep. And so some streams will be the exact same. Yeah. I think so. Okay. So one last, one last thing to touch on before I keep stealing all your time today. Um, do you, since this is a little streaming yes. related, do you have anything that you would tell yourself like six years ago, like something, anything that you seriously fucking ruminated on and you're like, Ooh, if only I did this, then things would be so different. Like you ever have that guilt? Hmm. Oh, you know what? Oh, it's kind of thrusting me on this. I really guess I really haven't thought about anything, but mm -hmm. I think, I think a lot right now about one thing that you do really well that I need to do mm. is, um, as, as switch goes on, it seems like discoverability becomes less and less. And, and something I feel like I'm going to kick myself like in a year or two is that I'm not doing content on other platforms like YouTube or something right. like that, right. To draw on other things. So yeah. like, that's something I wish I would have started a long time ago is some sort of daily or some sort of content on YouTube to draw in other people. Just something. Um, because slowly but surely, like everything is mingling together, like marrying together all these, all this media format together. So yeah, the earlier adopters of this can diverse their content portfolio, if you will, into multiple facets, the, the better you're going to do. Like if one fails or whatever, you're going to do better. So another one. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, all my eggs are in one basket. So that's the big thing right now that I'm going to try to focus on beforehand mm -hmm. instead of ruminating on something um, previously. Because before, uh, maybe I would have told myself like some of the things we were talking about before focusing on the streaming thing or um, like streaming. Oh, am I echoing again? You're good. It was for a second. Oh, there it is. I didn't want to answer. Yeah, it no, it's it's all good. It's all good. Like I'm gonna freak out after the cast because now I'm gonna like dig into everything. <laughs> but yeah, um, watch more streams. Mm. Um, I don't do that enough anymore. I need to watch more streams. Find new people. Um, just um, you know, maybe maybe be more inclined to the burnout thing myself. Being more aware, and I don't know. Just like the, the YouTube thing, possibly, or something else to that effect is something that I want to really delve into. I got you. No, I'm glad I could make you think about it there for a second, because it seems like, you know, you, that, that thought just kind of hit like, oh, OK, well, maybe I should do this. To... It's a good kick in the ass, I think, sometimes, like just even you saying it out loud, like, oh, shit, I need to diversify. Like I said the same thing to myself a, a long time ago. You know, I was like, this is why I'm starting the podcast is to get people sit down, talk one on one, do some bullshit and and talk about streaming right but it's also another form of media i had kind of the same mm -hmm. thing where i was like man i need to diversify because if the you know the stream isn't doing as well as it used to and i'm like well i mean i can't just i'm not just fucking try and beat down this brick wall every goddamn day like i'm gonna try and find a way around it and there's so many other plateaus i think that we can pass by diversifying so i, I hear you man i hear you it's a it's an important thing i'm glad that you can like see it now instead of like you said ruminating on it in a couple of years because it's that thought right. that'll spark that into action and know that you don't want to like just sit by and watch that kind of float by you know yeah it's 
it's like it's something that i've noticed but i just you know you haven't put time into so i gotcha i gotcha it's hard man you gotta prioritize and you just fucking moved and built a studio <laughs> like damn dude you know what though is really good for me because like i got really into like working really long hours and and doing a lot of work and it was yeah. like it was a nice change of pace to be like yeah you know you could be doing this instead like working the construction job again i'm like no, no. <laughs> i know i want to put a lot of work into this and into the streaming thing again i get that all the time man i get the the, the shadowy doubts like you know especially after eight years like is this it have i hit the have i hit a plateau what can i do to get out of that plateau and like you were talking about earlier with the the content bubble um you know his twitch hit that i worry about that for myself so that's why i try to like i'm trying to you know create more content within my own bubble that i've made to just redistribute to this own bubble that i've made and instead of like constantly throwing it out there and like hoping that someone from way way away will will tune in when i can just be like hey person that already watches me and hasn't watched in two years would you like a podcast maybe because streams are hard to catch mm -hmm. um it's been a really weird point of self-reflection but uh i guess the thing i keep coming back to is like you gotta do what you gotta do right you just it's kind of streaming is adapt overcome survive right <laughs> like yeah i, I don't know forward see what happens you know you can only as long as you do it without regret, right? Like yeah. you, you did your best. And that's the whole thing with YouTube is like, I, I'm going to, I don't want to look back and be like, okay, I could have done this. I could have put a little bit more effort in and I could have had a much different, you know, yeah. outcome in the end. But yeah. I didn't, I recognized it. I didn't do it. And you know, I should have. I mean, dude, it's, I think it's, I think it's important to realize that seriously. I think it's really important to realize that it's even more powerful to say it out loud. Like I, I say to view all the time, like when you say it out loud, you're acknowledging it. Right. And that's like, and it sticks in your brain. I mean, I don't know, maybe just for me, because that guilt will stay there from then on. Like, remember that promise you made to yourself a year ago? Yeah. Remember the time you said it out loud and acknowledged it? <laughs> you go to the gym like three days a week, and then you did it for about a week, and then you didn't do it again? God damn it. But it, yeah, I'm big on that. I mean, I'm big on like, well, you know what? Like, fuck it. Don't blame yourself. Just keep going. Like, that's the only thing that's kept me through these eight years. Like, it's just like, keep going. And maybe, maybe something will, will change. Let's try and let's try and force that change somehow. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the only thing that we can do as streamers. You know, it's just like you said, keep keep putting things out, hope that people enjoy it and uh, and keep putting your best foot forward. Right. Like keep trying to keep trying to at least innovate or change some way. That's, again, why I why I always I'm like, dude, you have dope shows because you to me, you're always putting that foot forward and innovating in some way. You're not just another mm -hmm. dude peddling games like I mean, conversations like this are huge, right? Like. Yeah. I learned so much like just talking to you for like this little bit of time like wow, man like now i'm like have plans to do all this stuff like i'm, I'm probably gonna set like organize my time better you know maybe have that uh piercing ninja room that i have to build or <laughs> my sanctuary piercing you know? ninja like, meditation training room where you meditate but then also have pictures of ninjas piercing things so you can train at the same time <laughs> I mean, i'm gonna oh, go get man. my blow dart gun again from like <laughs> way back in the day and just start practicing hey honey check this out <laughs> oh wow it still works cool <laughs> wow you pierced my ear in the perfect spot <laughs> me. wow oh man. well thanks thanks so much for coming on dude hey, um thanks, do you have anything man. to shout out before before we leave here uh, like anything you're doing soon that you want to shout out if it's a no it's a yeah no. you can catch my netflix special um on the 26th of september <laughs> no i really don't got nothing Look at Dave um, Chappelle, uh... <laughs> you can catch me uh just anywhere um 
on Twitter. If you can't find me, just add more M's at the end of my name. That's that's pretty much how it works. <laughs> that's so the, romcom yeah. with three M's at the end is my Twitter and um, twitch.tv slash romcom, C-O-M, or R-O-M-C-O-M-M. With the two M's. Yeah. Like you said, if you ever need to add them in game, just do romcom and then spam M and it's probably max character limit. When you told me that in Siege, I was like, yep, that's that's perfect. <laughs> like that, yeah, you yeah. know how many people ask about that, though? You get a lot of attention yeah. like from random people. It's a good time. Oh, man. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you. To wrap it up, um, thanks again for grabbing a coffee. I hope your cup of coffee was good. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, no worries, man. No worries. Um, thank you. And uh, I hope everyone listening follows everything that you've, uh, that you've linked and uh, now goes and subscribes and gives you plenty of money. <laughs> To Jay. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. To you. Just doing all the work. I'm just that's, here. That's the end. Goodbye.